Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Take it this week. Uh, oh, what's what's the date? It's this is for the week twenty second of the first two thousand fifteen episode four hundred and let me check twenty one for those that you are counting and I know numerous of you do. Welcome everyone to another great show. This might be a short show tonight. Uh, there's not much news around. There's only really one big topic of this week, and especially uh, today, the Windows event has was well. You wouldn't actually call it an event. I wouldn't think so if you had seen it live, uh, but we'll come to that soon. Uh, we are brought to you each week by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. You can find them or us at athwebhosting.com.au. And everyone's telling me they just love it that uh, you know they can keep their site uh, in Australia on Australian servers on Australian soil. They don't want their data over there in the US or in Romania or wherever. It's all uh, Australian servers. So. So good on yous, and uh, thanks for all the feedback. It's been going great. I've had to get more space. I'm getting another server. It's all going good. It's great. And the prices aren't too bad. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, get in there. Get amongst it. Love your work. All right, this week, we've just, same as last week, we've just got William. Hi, Will. Hey, mate. How you doing? There you go. Not too bad, thanks. What have you been up to this week? <clears throat> Anything exciting? Uh, same old, same old. No, nothing exciting. Just the usual... Uh the usual Stuff. working and working some more. Yeah, how's the uh, battery business going? Um, Selling heaps. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Oh yeah, cool. It's. Uh, I would have thought the heat with the heat we would have been a bit more busy, but no, you know, can't win them all. Mm. I see. Uh, there's some. Uh, I'm not sure who the makers of the battery were, but they're going into Lenovo's and Dell's as two-day laptop batteries. Uh, have you heard of those ones? Ah, oh, that'd be. New ones. I've heard. I've heard a lot of. Te- I do try and keep up with a lot of that technology, but there's so much stuff that they talk about, and then you never hear again. And it's just sort of one of those things. Until it actually hits production, you don't even sort of worry about them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So look, there's uh, the big news today. Do you want to start with the big news? Well, I think it's big news. What well, you've probably got a different take, but the Windows 10, the magical Windows 10. Yeah, free upgrade. That's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that's probably the biggest thing that comes that came out of it. Look, I, I tuned in. I didn't actually tune in for the live uh, session because that was probably was would have been early morning. I uh, did replay the tech news today feed of it with the, is it the two the guy Mike Elgin talking over the top of him, and I was happy to to note that during that during the that show that he even Twitch was having bandwidth issues. So it's not just confined to us. It is everywhere. Uh, it's but, just mostly confined to us. Yeah, that's right. It was, pro- it was probably all of us trying to connect that was dragging everyone down. <laughs> yeah. But um, look, uh, look. I noticed I'm, the bandwidth for the last couple of days in Australia generally has been horrid. Yeah, I haven't really noticed too much. I just don't do too much on the internet. I'm just pretty much just, um, yeah, around and about, but... Oh, I don't know. You just get used to the weight, don't you? The the worldwide weight. 
you know, you just get used to it. So, uh, but look, the Windows 10, look, I sat down and what, as I was saying, I watched, sat down and watched the uh, presentation from Microsoft. And look, one thing that I took out of it was that everyone in the audience, it was a smallish audience, looked like they were in, they had like sitting in big first class lounge chairs. They were like really big seats sort of thing. And, uh, but everyone was just blogging or looking at their computer. Someone was Facebooking and no one was actually looking, like making eye contact with the speaker. Now I thought, okay, fair enough. That's uh, okay for, for, for the guys blogging. Okay, fair enough. They're, they're doing their thing. You know, they've got to live blog the event. Fair enough for the speaker. He might be used to it. He's not, you know, he's professional enough. He doesn't care what the audience is doing. But from a, from a, from a person watching, you know, I, I just thought, geez, this looks like it's a very uninteresting uh, talk. But it wasn't. It was very interesting because, of, as Will said, the biggest point – well, that's probably one of the biggest points. There's another big point coming out of uh, uh, the Windows 10 thing today. But it's the, the free upgrade. But it was just all – just a boring room. It was a boring uh, sort of whole production. I would have thought that – uh, you know, may, maybe on launch it might be a bit better, but, you know, why not get some Windows fanboys in there, first five rows or something, you know, ban them from laptops, just go, just sit in there and watch, uh, and watch, the, watch the speaker. You know, make the make the thing a bit more of a vibe, if you know what I mean. But uh, but anyway, maybe the launch might be different. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows where with Microsoft want to go? But uh, did you see will any of the <coughs> launch or you or any of the the thing, or you would have been pretty much probably working. Yeah, I was basically working. I was just uh, read some of the, the synopsis and stuff like that, but seen some um, pictures and stuff. There wasn't anything overly exciting that I found anyway. Yeah. Oh, you would have. Um, yeah. Well, other than the. So let, let's just go through a few because I'm sure you would have been excited about the. Uh, what do they call it? The the, the homunculus or whatever they call whatever they called it. What? <laughs> I don't know. It was something out of Doctor Who, wasn't it? The Peking homunculus. Now, uh, but anyway, uh, Windows. Okay. Windows 10, so it's going to merge all devices together. So tablets, PCs, phones, they're all going to be run running the same like version of Windows 10. So developers will make one program, one app, it will run on everything. Now uh, they've they've demoed this with Office, so it's running on notebook, tablet. PC, phone, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, it just runs in different modes. Depends on the size of the the screen you're on. So it's designed to display a consistent interface with, uh, depending on what device you are using it on. And the ability to switch modes is a, is a feature that uh, Microsoft is calling the continuum mode. Uh, so that's where on if you're on a Surface or a future-like device, which is probably yet to be made because it's got to be supported hardware-wise, but as soon as the Surface is split apart, you know how you can unclick the Surface between the keyboard and the screen? You unclick it, well, then it knows. It just automatically... Uh, pretty much automatically. You won't have to click a button, but it goes into tablet mode. It knows what's going on. It de- detects what's happening there. So yeah, right. <laughs> well, worked in the demo. <laughs> it's, it's a Windows product. I can't even figure out what user you're supposed to be using. And, and um, yeah, so the Outlook app, which will... And the Outlook app, so in, in Office, the Outlook app uh, will actually be using the full Word engine. So that's going to be good. Like I so say, it's going to give you the full power of uh, Microsoft Word when uh, Outlook is when you're using Outlook. So that's that's all right if you use Outlook. Don't know bad luck if you don't use Outlook. Uh, what do you use? Will you be on to just Gmail? I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, at work we use um, Thunderbird, but for everything else, it's just how in do you browser. find? So you got Thunderbird. You uh, sync Thunderbird to a Gmail account. Is that how you use it? Yeah, you can. Do, you can same as you do with Outlook or anything like that. Thunderbird does all that. Um, 
you know, for we, we combine because at work we've got a Gmail account, we've got a Hotmail account, we've got a OptusNet account, um, a double APT account and something else. So we just think combine it all through Thunderbird. They all go into their separate inboxes and, hmm. and we do it that way. Look, I, I was running. I gave Thunderbird a bit of a run for a couple of months. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I, I only just last week got rid of it. Uh, there, I, I just found it just a bit pedantic in some areas. I had concerns whether it was actually sending the emails. Uh, a couple of emails didn't get sent. Uh, they weren't pop, popping into my sent box in the Gmail. and So I don't know what was going on there. But other than that, I thought it was quite good. Uh, but I've gone back to Gmail and I found an app actually for the Gmail to split the screen in two. So you've got the, the, the your headers over on the left and your the content on the right. So you don't have to go into the email to, to see it. Uh, that's just a little add-on in the, what are they called? The labs or something. But anyway, uh, getting back to the uh, Windows, as Will said, the Windows 10, if you're using Windows 7 or 8 or Windows Phone, you are able to upgrade to Windows 10 when it comes out for free if you do it within the first year. So I guess everyone's going to cool. be do- doing it in the first year. So that's, that's, well, that's good. I'm not Will. using my Windows 8 key that I bought, so let's see if I can turn into a Windows 10 key. <laughs> well, yes, but I think... <laughs> so the main difference here, I think, is apparently Windows is... It's, they're describing the new approach as a Windows as a service. So this, this means that Windows 10 will be delivered as a service to offer safer, innovative and updated experience for the supported lifetime of the device. So I guess when you buy the Windows 10 and you put it on a device, it sounds though as though once if that device fails, you might have to go and buy Windows 10 again. Would that be right? Yeah, probably. But that's the supported lifetime. <laughs> maybe that's me in the slightest. Maybe that'd be for the free version. Maybe because not all versions are going to be free. There's obviously probably the enterprise versions. But a spokesman said that in the next couple of years, users could think of Windows as one of the largest internet services on the planet. The question: which version you are running will cease to make sense. So there you go. Uh, now Cortana. So under that theory, I can keep using Windows XP and Windows Seven indefinitely. Then. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I would imagine that Windows 10 is just going to automatically evolve and grow, I would imagine. Is that that's what they're saying? Mm. Like you're not going to be going to the shop to purchase Windows 11, maybe you're just going out to buy Windows. No, you mean like Linux has been doing for the last 20 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, I guess, yes. Now, uh, also Cortana, now she's been around, hasn't she? The Microsoft Siri, she's been around for a little while. Yeah, I thought I thought micro, uh, the phones. Um, yeah, it'd be oh well, it was on the phone, wasn't it? On the on the old Windows phones, wasn't it? Mobile, I think it was mm. Mobile Five or something. It came out on. Yeah, something like that. Well, anyway, the uh, Microsoft's cloud-powered personal assistant, the the MCPPA, <laughs> <laughs> except rolls it off the tongue. <laughs> will also feature prominently in Windows 10 across all the devices. Now, uh, Microsoft has said that Cortana will also be integrated into the new Project Spartan. Now, Project Spartan, no more IE 1, 2, 3, 4, 4, 6, 9, 9, 10, 11. IE, the name is out the window. It's now going to be, well, the project name is Spartan, the web browser. It's Spartan because they couldn't be bothered with signing any resources to it. So the staff Spartan, there is none. There's like one guy in a... Box full of Mars bars working on it. Oh, but he loves it though. He, he's working hard. <laughs> he's, now, apparently, the Spartan's not in the build yet. So, if you've got Windows 10 on your machine, like you can get Windows 10 on your machine now, mm. you just have to join up to the, what is it, the Windows Experience Program or something? Yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, and you can download and put it on. By all accounts, from all reports, it's quite stable, uh, but there's a few features that aren't there yet. Uh, yeah, well, I've been, I've had a, I installed it onto a VPN. I had a quick five-minute play with it just to make sure it worked. Um, obviously, being on a VPN, it's going to run slower. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not so- a VPN, but... Uh, yeah, virtual machine. Mm. Sorry, VMware. Um, so it's going to run slower, but it seemed all right. The, the couple of minutes I played with it, I haven't had a chance to uh, to get stuck into it yet. Yeah, I put it onto one of my uh, VM machines as well, and look, it played all right. Uh, I, I need more RAM in the VM machine, though, because I loaded up all my other VMs and everything started to drag. So I hadn't really gone back to it, but I'm going to put more RAM into that little beast and see how we go. So anyway, uh, Project Spartan web browser will replace in an explorer. Now this, I thought this would be this would be your jump up and down moment, Will. Uh, a wearable, the the Holo lens. Did you see any of that? Yeah, or, I'm actually reading about that now. Yeah, like you should watch some of the video that has come around that has come down with that. Now, what this Holo lens is? So it's hollow, as in uh, hologram, and lens, as in lens. Now, a wearable visor style headset. Now you think, yeah, here's another one, but no. Uh, that allows users to interact with holograms using their hands and voice. For example, you wear the headset, users could see and select from a menu system appearing on any wall or surface in their office. So uh, different from the ones that are existing now where you put on your big specs and you're just sort of in the world of your own. It's, you know, you can't really move, otherwise you'll fall over the, the kitten. Well, you put these on and you, you can still see the room around you and, and your surroundings and it's just the hologram is just placed uh, in front of you. And so it's basically like that uh, technology that's been around for a lot of years where you can have a basically a barcode on something and you put it through the computer and it puts a device, uh, puts an image or a 3D um, scanning onto that, you know, mm. onto that thing. Well, apparently uh, Microsoft's been working on this for about five years or so and then all of a sudden it's just, um, it's just plumbing it out. Now, uh, what can I tell you about this? Because uh, the reason why I thought you'd like it, uh, yeah, so it keeps that, as this report goes on, uh, wireframes could be shown, uh, overlaid on a real-life object like a piece of machinery in the design stage, or arrows giving instructions could be overlaid over pipes showing users which way to turn when fixing the plumbing. Users could also create their own holograms and then 3D print them. While computing headsets like the Oculus are already on the market, Microsoft is claiming its product to be the first fully untethered holographic computer that doesn't require a PC. Now, you ha- you after the show, will you have a YouTube of uh, Minecraft and this HoloLens? And what they've done is that they can overlay or hologram Minecraft so it sits on your... so you can build something on your table or you can build something on your lounge... And even they had this hole, a hole in the wall, which had some sort of fiery world through it. Now, it doesn't look too good on the, the 2D YouTube screen, but apparently once you put these glasses on and you can see this hole, it, it's a, it becomes like a 3D, it looks like there's a hole in your wall. Apparently it's really good. Apparently it's really good. It'll be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm going to assume it's probably going to use um, their Connect sort of, style interface you know the Microsoft Connect yeah um, where it sort of it uses a lot of different sensors to determine where where you are hmm oh look if I can uh, look just for those guys on the video if I can just get this video to play I'm not sure if I can or not but we'll I'll have a quick look while we uh, 
Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Well, we have a bit That's, of a... Uh, interesting. It's interesting. It'd be good to see it in the real world rather than using computer graphics to simulate computer graphics. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be... It looks really good. Like, there's nothing much going on in this. <laughs> I've probably picked the worst... Pos- oh, here we go. Here he goes. So, he's brought it all up on his on his walls and he's just in his surroundings. It looks awesome. If that is real world... So is that how it operates in the real world? That is awesome. Well, that's the thing. They don't show like they don't. Yeah, they're, they're show just... somebody doing it for real. Like they show a computer graphic generation of a computer graphic generation. There's no. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. This they reckon that you know they they going on that this is great, but like if if this come out like this, this this would be on your Christmas list for sure. This would be the first thing. Well, according to the demo... There's your Minecraft thing. Mm. And apparently, like, you can look down that chimney and look and, and do stuff. Oh, look at that. It's great. According to the CNET article I'm reading now, they're saying that um, Skype video conferencing um, had us repair a light switch by video chatting with someone using the Surface Pro 3 tablet. Their face bobbed in front of my line of vision while I received instructions to help us manoeuvre around various tools. The Microsoft employee was able to draw in our line of sight in real time using arrows and rudimentary diagrams to describe the best way to position electronics and how to piece everything together. So it sort of at this stage seems to be very basic. Yeah, um, but it'll get better. The, the, uh, the, uh, the, the object of what they're trying to do is there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll wait and see. I mean, that Surface was supposed to be the next big thing, but it didn't take off, so... Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, speaking of Netflix, like we <laughs> like we were, um, big hullabaloo. They reckon Doctor Who was getting taken off, but now it's not, so I know you I know you care. So, um, all right, so that's about Windows 10, I reckon. Uh, yep, that's about Windows 10 so far in a nutshell. So I'm sure if you're interested, there's heaps more. But go and have a look at this HoloLens. It looks great. Um, I suppose. Yeah. Did you have anything, Will, this week? Uh, speaking of Netflix, actually, the um, basically there's a been there's a, I won't go through the article now, but um, there's a, a big um, write up on um, Reed Hastings, who's the CEO of Netflix, um, basically saying how he's looking at expanding globally. Um, how he's looking at coming to Australia and things like that. <coughs> um, so they're trying to push, um, well, they're trying to stop geo-blocking. He reckons that's yep. a stupid idea. They need to get rid of that. Um, because at the moment, obviously, you know, people are using VPNs and DNS spoofing and things like that to access access yeah. it and he said it's ridiculous he said we deliberately leave allowed to use Australian credit cards because he said there are Australians in the US yes using Australian cards who get Netflix so he said we can't block Australian cards he said but if people the fact that there's over 200,000 Australians signed up to our service who use it from Australia tell us that people in Australia want it so why are we not allowed to bring it to them um, and he said part of the problem that we're having, of course, is your internet sucks, effectively, is what he said. Mm. So the minimum we, we recommend for using our service is 25 meg, oh. um, is the minimum that they wow. recommend anybody use. Um, and he said our average is six. So, yeah. <laughs> And going down. New Zealand is seven, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, oh yeah, we're getting worse and worse. And Romania is more than us. Can you believe it? Their average yeah, is, well, I don't know what their average is, but it's more than us. I know we're 44 on the list and Romania's like 35th or something. So remember, that's where all the well, spam comes from. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, there was a, um, uh, oh, somebody, was uh, Warlock put up on Facebook earlier about the statistics of the, uh, the latest survey for the internet. Mm. Let's see if I can quickly find it. But, um, but that's the thing. Things have got to start moving in this place with, as far as internet because when you've got all these things, as we mentioned last week, you've got all these IPTV services coming out. And look, uh, uh, look uh, to me, like, you know, they're having to cry about the geo-blocking and all this sort of stuff. I mean, can't they just be happy that they're actually getting paid for it? You know, like if, that people aren't pirating it. So why not just, just ease up a bit and just go, okay, well, well, here's an idea. Let me, you know, watch a show. Which I'm paying and for. Give, and give you money. Yeah. Or let me watch a show and not give you money. I mean, it's your mm. choice. I'm going to watch the show either way. Well, that's well, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. If you, you can, know, if, like it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not rocket science. You, know, you can either make money from it or you can complain that you're not making money from it. Yeah, if you're, VP, <laughs> yeah, if you're VPNing, you can torrent. I feel sure. Yeah, well, that's right, exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, that's what I was saying. And we actually had this discussion on um, on Old Fart Geeks last night, myself and Warlock were saying, look, it, it's it's just ridiculous that in this day and age that I should even have to consider torrenting something because it's not available, you know, for me to watch in the same way that I, you know, and it's not on Australian TV free to wear because Australian free to wear TV sucks. Um, it's on Foxtel, but I'm not paying $50 a month to watch one show. Oh, um, yeah, no, you know, and I can't just pay two bucks to watch that show. If I could just do that, well, that's what I'd do. Now, what's going on uh, with, uh, have you heard with uh, Presto? Because that launched as far as I'm aware. And, uh, uh, yeah, because there's a couple of them all launching at the same time now, isn't there? Because I've actually seen the ads on TV for Stan. But that's not launching till March, I thought. Uh, I think they've knocked it forward because Presto's launched. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. Um, according, it looks like um, it looks like that Stan's launching. I think next month. Yeah. Because, okay. Uh, from what it's, let me just go and have a quick look. Because if you want to look at Presto and you're and you're a bit partial to KFC, apparently KFC's got a promo. You buy something there or something, and you get a promo for. See back of car for promo code, uh, something. Go to KFC and have a look. But uh, yeah, it looks like Presto, Presto's up and running. It's so hard to find anything. Uh, these websites bug me. To go to Presto or Stan or anything like that, you can't just Google it because they're not too new and they don't come up in Google. No, they do. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't just Google Presto or Stan, you know, TV or internet TV. They don't come up in Google. You've got to actually know the websites. No. Nah. Look, Presto, KFC, hit. Yeah, hit. do Presto, do Presto TV. Oh, probably because you've actually been there, yeah. Well, I'll do, Stan, well, I'll do uh, incognito window. See, it doesn't come up for me. I'll do Presto TV and I get it, but it's about... That's like second page for me. Oh, all right. Let's do Stan. Well, Stan comes up. Bang. Stan's going on. So, what's the, so when's Stan? He reckon, they reckon $10 a month. Yeah, so they're all about 10 bucks a month. We're waiting. See, to I can't get done. See, Stan's on the second page for me too. How weird's that? Are you in uh, America or Australia, Google? No, Australia. Yeah, right. It's bizarre. Um, 
so yeah, Presto, $9.99 a month. Um, but see, it's not. It's from $9.99 a month because it's $10 a month um, for movies or $10 a month for TV yeah. or $15 a month for movies and TV. Yes. But what's uh, Stan? That looks like he's just... Stan's exactly the same. $10 a month for TV, $10 a month for movies, or $50, actually $20 a month for both. They don't okay. have a combined package yet. Yeah, right. Well, they're not saying that they've got different not, prices on Stan. Um, I did find it's Their website's horrible. I yeah. found it the other day. You've got to go... Um, I think you've actually got to go into... Sign you gotta sign start the sign up or something for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so anyway, there there it is. So go and have a look at that. It looks like it's all out and about. But like, you know, you wonder how you know these things are all launching and, and all this sort of stuff. And uh so I send uh I send them an email and you don't get any response. No. You know, like uh I send them an email saying, How you going? Uh you know, what's it all about? Blah blah blah. Nothing. You might as well be a piece of crap on the door. Nothing. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So oh. Uh, you get a one-month free trial, though, on, on Stan. Yeah. So you can see whether or not you uh, you like it. It's interesting, actually. I'm looking at the current um, movies on Presto. The top five they've got is Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, or Muppets Most Wanted, um... There's a couple others there that I saw in their in their list, and they're all currently free on Optus on the Optus. Um, what do I call it? The set top box thing they've got. The Optus. Yeah. Oh. You get you get thirty movies a month free on that. On. On the uh, what do they call Optus TV? Not Optus TV. It's like not like Foxtel, but it's just a set top box that they give you to record stuff. Oh, okay. Optus Vision or whatever they call it. Yeah, right. And, um, yeah, you get 30 free movies a month on that. That's all right. So. Mm. All right. So, uh, anyway, let's uh, – well, I think we covered this last week a bit. So, let's uh, move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Here's a Minecraft story, Will. Right up. Oh, no. No. Oh, I misread. Jeez, I need glasses. <laughs> and you put them in the show notes, so what's that tell you? <laughs> I'll do the Microsoft story. It wasn't the next one. I saw the M and I went, oh, that's the Minecraft story. But anyway, Microsoft denies the Minecraft server breach. Did you hear about this, Will? No. Oh, uh, you sort of. Will. So yeah. Microsoft has denied that the disclosure of nearly 2,000 account credentials, really 2,000 is very, very, very small. But yeah. still, you, you don't want to be one of those 2,000. Uh Nearly 2,000 account credentials for its Mojang.net service, which is responsible for the hit Block 'em Up Minecraft, is indicative of a breach of its network. So everyone's up in arms. More than 2,000 people are up in arms, including those 2,000. A batch of over 1,800 user accounts had their details posted publicly, including passwords in plain text, ready to use, ready to go. We can confirm that no Mojang.net service was compromised, said Microsoft. Microsoft has not indicated how it thinks the username and passwords were obtained, if not through a breach of its network. But most likely explanation is that it was a phishing attack on the victims carried out via email. So, well, what's, What I find funny is that the entire time that Mojang owned Minecraft, that never happened. And within two months of, or three months of Microsoft taking over... Mm. The security breaches. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, we've got, you uh, know? yeah, well, well, that's what happens. And They're well, probably hosting their servers on Internet Explorer or something. Yeah, IE6 somewhere. <laughs> now, uh, now look, the loungers come to the rescue with the Optus Optus TV name Fetch. That's it. Yeah. Fetch. Yes. Thank you, Mister Movie Delicious. <laughs> you are very delicious. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess the thing about eight hundred user accounts with over a hundred million accounts that they have, it's like what less than one percent, less than less than a, what tenth of a percent. Mm. Or twentieth, twentieth of a percent or something. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's really insignificant, but but still, uh, you don't want it to happen. You don't. But I mean, uh, it could have been. I mean, if it was, you know, a hundred thousand or something, then maybe it might be something to be concerned about. Um, given that most people who play Minecraft quite often have more than one user account anyway, you know, mm. you have two or three user accounts. Mm. For the most part, um, yeah, probably I not just, a huge deal. But it's something that they're certainly going to have to keep on top of because now that they've got their own network as well as servers and stuff that, that everybody else runs, they've got their own Realm servers as well. So they're hosting all their own servers now as well. So if you know usernames and account details come available like that, well, hmm. Well, you, you, you know, the amount of data that flows, the amount of information that flows across these private servers or these public servers, I guess, but the it, uh, Realm servers. Would it be more worrying as well that these passwords were printed in plain text? Like, are they being not Well, that's stored? what I was wondering. Yeah. I mean, a log, a server log will contain, um, although the only time you really see, a lot of it can come from, um, the username's easy because every... You can get lists of usernames. The usernames are nothing. Um, the passwords, really, if you register for an engine site or you read, you have to register to access the server, generally people are going to use the same password. So really, it's not hard to do. It only takes somebody to set up a public server. They're going to get all the logon information. All they have to do is say, hey, you need to register on this server to play. And then people are just going to... Type in their details. It's it's mm. and all that is stored in plain text on the server. Um, it can be you can configure that obviously, but for someone to maliciously get that is going to take them a couple of hours to get eighteen hundred user accounts. So it's entirely possible. It has absolutely nothing at all to do with a phishing scam. It could literally, or an email scam anyway. It could literally be somebody a, a dishonest um, server manager. Now I think. Uh, okay. And this is leading into into the my next story. Actually, thank you for the segue. I think Marriott, you know, the hotels, they're mm. single handedly trying to save the world from security scares and and badness over the Wi Fi network. Single handedly. So everyone, give them a round of applause <laughs> because. How's this? This is crazy. This is a m- mental story. After paying, they paid a fine, right? This is in the US, okay, US arm. So they paid a fine, $600,000 to the uh, Federal Communications Commis- Commission, said it will no longer block guests from using personal Wi-Fi networks. So this week, the Marriott announced, posted an announcement on their website saying it's on, the, on their website. Saying, listen, it's, uh, it listens to our customers, and in doing so, we'll stop the the blocking practice. The six hundred thousand wouldn't have nothing to do with, I bet. 
<laughs> but just because everyone was probably complaining from here to, to Billio and nothing was done. Oh, get stuff, get stuff, get stuff. Get fined 600000 told not to do it. Oh, we're sorry, we listen to customers. It's the usual routine. So anyway, now what was going on is that they were that must have been sending out some sort of jamming signal of some description or somehow, but they were blocking people from using their mobile phone as a hotspot. Mm-hmm. And why, you ask? Because they, were, they wanted people to pay to use the Marriott, the Marriott Wi-Fi. Now, have yeah. a guess how much they were charging to do this. Um, what, a person or a business? Well, this obviously must be <laughs> for businesses. Yeah, so go with small business. Yeah. Say, say uh, I don't know, say, yeah, small business, like yes. Battery Central well, Brisbane. That's right. Small businesses and exhibitors uh, were being charged $1,000 per device. Per a, device. $1,000. Not, not for their entire thing, per device. Now, this, this is all happening, and when I tell you the name of this place, you just go, oh, yeah, that'd be right. It's all happening at a place called Gaylord Opryland. What the hell is that? For $1,000, why not? <laughs> why not? Anything goes at the Gaylord Opryland. Uh, and it was to prevent individuals con- from connecting to the internet via their own Wi-Fi networks, while at the same time charging cu- consumers, or well, consumers as well will, Consumers, small businesses, oh, yeah, not that much, and exhibitors as much as a thousand dollars per device. That was first. Consumers weren't that much. Um, the Marriott. Um, consumers were nine hundred. A friend of mine stayed there. He told me it wasn't a lot. It was by the hour. I think it was. I mean, it was a fair bit, but it was like twenty dollars an hour or something. So, what he stayed? He stayed at the Gaylord. Not at that. They're not, they're not the ones doing it. A lot of they're all doing it. It's it's what they do. Yeah, but a thousand bucks—that's crazy stuff. That's crazy. But that—I must... mean, it would be okay if they were offering you know hundred meg, you know, up and down. But just for a standard internet connection, which most of them just have, uh, just epoxy cable connection or something. Mm. You know, that's yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, they're not the only ones to do this. <clears throat> um, there's been a lot of places that we stayed at while we we're travelling around. That offer free Wi-Fi, but to get the free Wi-Fi, the only place it ever seems to work is like in the middle of the car park, or you know, yeah. um, all the rooms have Wi-Fi that you can pay for. Mm. But they all advertise free Wi-Fi. When you say, "Oh, where's the free Wi-Fi?" They go, "Oh, it, it's on that Hopscotch Square over there," <laughs> or you know, like now <laughs> yeah, make the make make the uh, yoga dan- the yoga stance and uh, yeah, Yoda right. dance, and you'll be right. Which no. is why I was used to. I always carry a um, a Wi-Fi booster right. when we travel, so I can find where the free hotspot is, and it can even be at the hotel next door or McDonald's down the road or whatever. And as long as it's within decent line of sight, I can just basically pick it out. Pick, yeah, pick pick it out and get it in my hotel room. Oh yeah, sweet, <laughs> sweet. Uh, all right, now. Um what else? Have you got any stories, Will? Have you got anything on your... Opryland. On... I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on Opryland. Oh, I'm stuck <laughs> on Gaylord. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you want. Um, wasn't, that, uh, wasn't that his name in... Um, uh, was it... Oh, Gay... Oh, man. Was it Meet the Parents? Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. It was yeah. meet, the, um, meet the Fockers. Yeah. Yeah, could... Gaylord Fokker. <laughs> That was actually his name. <laughs> when I was over in San Francisco, there was a hotel Gaylord. 
<laughs> well, so. that's understandable. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if there wasn't. Oh, I'd say turn this up, eh? It must according obviously... to the according to the Marriott's own uh, homepage now. The um, if you join to be a member of the Marriott hotel chain, which I'm sure costs a pretty penny itself, you can have complimentary Wi-Fi at 3,800 hotels in over 70 countries. Yeah, right. And if you're a gold and platinum elite member, you can enjoy free enhanced Wi-Fi. Mm. Enhanced? <laughs> What's that mean? That probably means it has upload and download. Oh, yeah, baby. Now, now they're talking. <laughs> now they're talking. All right. Um, what else Will? What else have you got for us, Will? Anything? Um, yeah, it's actually, you are right. It's a pretty dodgy news week, really. It is, um, interesting. It? Remember 4chan? 4chan? Uh, 4chan. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. What was that? Yeah. Um, it's 4chan was kind of a... Um, it's changed. It's a lot different now than it was. I'm actually having a trouble, hard time remembering what it used to be. It's an image-based bulletin board, effectively. Um, it's a lot different now. It's got a lot of... Um, it's sort of like Snapchat and stuff now. But right. when it started off, it was basically like a good old built, uh, bulletin board, but it was image-based rather than, than text-based. Um, but the guy who started that, he was 15 at the time in 2003, um, and he's basically decided that he's old enough now that he wants to retire and he wants to decompress and reflect. Oh, good. So <laughs> now that he's, uh, what, 2003, what's that, 10 years? So now he's 25 um, and a multi-millionaire. Mm, <laughs> he's decided right. he's going to retire and, and just chill for a while. Oh, why not? Good on him. <laughs> I would too. So. Good on him. So so he he's the one that made this 4chan. Oh, the site's pretty poxy, if you ask me. Well, it's supposed to be quick. Like the design is even on um, mobile devices or even on low bandwidth. The, the idea is it basically loads... Um, loads pretty much instantly on any device. It kind of reminds me of um, like a wiki in in that sort of sense. It's sort of like a, a, a picture-based wiki. Right. Are um, these all public domain images and stuff? But I don't know. Um, <laughs> but in, in 11 and a half years that the 4chan's been operating, yeah. we now have... 42 billion, 176 million total page views, 1.7 billion total posts, 1 billion total visitors, 620 million monthly page views, 21 million daily page views, 20 million monthly visitors, 1.2 million daily visitors, 2.8 terabytes of data transfer per month, 105 volunteers, 63 board members and one administrator. Yeah, right. So you can kind of understand why he's over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon. But like, it looks like so people are just posting pictures. Yeah, pretty much. 4chan um, is a simple image-based bulletin board where anyone can post comments and share images. Uh, there are boards dedicated to a variety of topics from Japanese animation and culture to video games, music and photography. Users do not need to register an account before participating in the community. Feel free to click on a board below that interests you and might you might like to jump right in. Be sure to familiarise with the rules before posting and read the FAQ if you wish to learn more about how to use this site. So... Uh, video game. Let's have a look at video game. I don't like how you got to do that disclaimer every time you got to go into a topic. But like, 
Yes. I wonder if these are uh, Creative Commons or how they're, they're licensed. I might have well, to look it's, into pu- that. it's public, so generally, I don't know. It's not a paid-for site and there's no expectation of privacy, so you would imagine it would come under Creative Commons. Yeah, look, it's probably in the FAQs. Probably. <laughs> it's still not... Um, it's still not as good as... Uh, um, um, uh, I can has... Cheeseburger. Um, I can has cheeseburger. It's still better. What'd you say? They got a cheeseburger. I can has cheeseburger. I can has. I I can has cheeseburger. I C A N H A S cheeseburger. Just Google. Put it into Google. It'll bring you to the right site. Let's have a look. I can has cheeseburger. I've never heard of it. Is this Creative Commons? I think I've seen you see this stuff everywhere, so you'd think it'd have to be. <laughs> so people are just putting up memes and stuff, tug up coats. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. It's so random. So this um, is are these people posting live. Is that why they're all flipping around yeah, the joint? Yep, it's it's updated. Yeah, updated right. Under. Yeah, okay. So oh, well, there you go. Oh, look at this dude. <laughs> He's quite soaked. Yeah. Oh, there'll be YouTubes. Yeah, all right. Well, that's uh, interesting. All right. Good stuff. Now, let's uh, let's get not back to some news. There's not too much more news, actually. So, uh, we might have to, we might have a, a, a early early show this week. But anyway, Facebook clamps. Makes up for the late night show myself and Warlock had last night. Yeah, that's right. Early to bed tonight, Will. 12.30 before we finished recording. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How's your sleep going? Uh, well, except for last night, <laughs> it's Going actually all right. been fairly decent. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's no, good. I've, I've um, since I've got rid of the sugar out of my diet and and uh, and cut that out and started feeling better and starting being more active, um, my sleep patterns are getting better again. I've 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 come off my um, uh, well, it wasn't actually antidepressants, but it was like mood stabilizers, like um, natural mood stabilizers, St. John's Wort and things like that. Oh, I'm yeah. off all that now. Cool. Um, good stuff. Yeah, so it seems to be making, uh, you know. Headway, anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Uh, Facebook clamps down on fake news stories. Facebook said on Tuesday <laughs> that uh, it has taken steps to clamp down. Well, that'd on be anything that comes from the mainstream media, wouldn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> Facebook is just now a white page. <laughs> it says uh, it's going to clamp down on hoaxes and take news stories that can spread like wildfire on its 1.35 billion member online social network. The company said it has introduced an option to allow Facebook users to flag a story as purposely fake or deceitful news. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Just I want like to see them fit that into a, a like like button. Now, to reduce the uh, yeah blah blah blah, you get the, the drift of it. Facebook has become an increasingly important source of news, with thirty percent of adults in the US consuming news. Thirty percent of adults in the US consuming news from Facebook. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it's that small. I would have thought 70, 80% minimum. Yeah, right. Well, I get, I look at news on Facebook, but I suppose you, like, you look at a reputable uh, site, don't you? Yeah, because like, you, just, you just randomly click on all those links it puts up on the right-hand side there. That never goes wrong. I never <laughs> even look at those. I'm like blinded to them. I don't even see them, eh? <laughs> 
Do you? I don't. Uh, seriously, because they. It must be just like I just. Yeah, I don't see them either. I have to make an effort to look at them. I'm gonna have to look at that. I'm gonna have a look. Yeah, I'm gonna have on a look the right now. hand side, there's um, is there's it? there's news, top trending news or whatever it is. What's it called? So I don't even know. Yeah, trending. Really? It's um, you've got all the crap down the right. You've got the feed on the right, but beside that, you've got the trending news. You know, Will Farrell actor throws basketball at cheerleader while filming a movie. Oh, French yeah, Fries, Mythbusters co-host post behind the scene video showing how McDonald's. I mean, this is oh, breaking right. news, people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, what what is this? Yeah, that male presenter asked the number seven seed in tennis, that girl, to do a twirl for the crowd. Like everyone's gone spastic over it, saying it was sexist <laughs> and everything. Well, and they go, he's not gonna ask a man to do it. Well, duh. <laughs> like, why would you? Like, I'm not going to ask a man to do a twirl. But that's what, what, well, that's what girls do. They twirl. That's what they do in their dresses. That's. I know some guys who can do it much better than girls. <laughs> <laughs> Just go over to the Gaylord Fairyland or wherever, wherever it was, or Opryland. <laughs> but anyway, I've never Gaylord seen. Gaylord Oprah should never be using the same sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just shouldn't happen. I have never seen that trending news over there before. This really? Is, nah. I've never it's seen only, it. It's only been there for a couple of years, I suppose. You know, it does take a while to catch on to new changes. Well, see, I look at, I look at, uh, let's got here, Aussie Tech Eds, do you want to start paying Facebook to increase uh, yeah. your reach? And then I think, well, that's just lost me straight away. So I just do not look. I just, my, I must have blinkers on because I just see the middle. That's all I see. Yeah. That's, that's probably pretty much, that's probably for the best. That's all I want to see. Pretty much. It's anything worth looking at. And even then, like, it's just rubbish, isn't it? You got to go through your friends every now and then because you go through them like a dose of Epsom salts. Yeah, because otherwise you just get rubbish <laughs> posts, and I don't like how it, it it determines what posts you like. Oh, look, you can go on forever, can't you, with Facebook? I don't like some of your friends. The new mobile app is horrible. The yeah. most recent is completely nerfed now. It doesn't even exist. I mean, it exists, but it doesn't actually do anything. Recent feed as opposed to most popular or whatever it is. Um, the half of the sharing stuff and the tagging stuff doesn't work. The geolocation stuff's nerfed. Yeah, so. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, it's, yeah, because I, I, I pretty much just do Facebook on the mobile when I've got five seconds. And um, Yeah, the same. Yeah. Unless I've got to actually, you know, copy a post or something, which you can't do. So Well, yeah, it is, it is hard. But anyway, I can cheeseburger. Let's stop you because you're chewing out. <laughs> bandwidth and stuff. Um, there's one t- t- story that I guess you make sure, guys, the new Flash update has come out. Make sure you update it. The new one is uh, 16.00257. It was released last night, actually. I got the update about 2 o'clock this morning, actually. Hmm. Um, just after you finished the show. Yeah, pretty much just after <laughs> the show stopped, it popped up. Um and yeah, there's a a zero day floor, um, which basically allows um, cyber criminals. Apparently, according to this article, are exploiting a newly discovered floor in Adobe Flash Player to distribute a bonnet and a, a bonnet. That's supposed to be botnet and adware, <laughs> according to security researchers. Yeah, it gives you a bonnet, some little booties, you know, a cane. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's investigating reports of zero to floor has been used to exploit ex- <laughs> by an exploit kit known as Angler. For following the black hole exploit kit's demise last year, Angler's the new one to watch. 
So yeah, they they patched that last night. So as anything with things like um, browser updates and um, flash updates, things like that, you know, make sure you keep them updated. Um, some things, I guess, you know, for ninety five percent of the time, you could actually disable flash. You don't generally even need it, but hey, why not? oh, you got to have it on in this day and age. It's like Java. Don't think bugged me was on. I had. Well, Java was another one that had the update. Yesterday or the day before. They're having um, updates all over the show. Java? Yeah, and it actually bugged me with uh, with Java the other day. The last update put me back to 32-bit version again. Yeah, right. I don't even... Every time it updates, I've got to remove the 32-bit and put the 64-bit version back on again. Oh. It's so annoying. Well, why? Who cares? It's as, long it's as, as it bad works. as Windows updates clearing your firewall settings all the time. Oh, I know. Isn't that annoying? <laughs> Very, That's horrid. It's a very if you've annoying. Got, if you want a firewall to stay set, disable Windows Firewall and get yourself um, – well, there's a few different ones out there. I'm using the free version of the Zone Alarm. But, yeah, get rid of Windows Firewall. It doesn't work, and every time there's an update, it resets. Yeah, it's just useless. Bad. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty wrong, hey, because I, I know I look at my firewall – Every week for different reasons, and mm. yeah, the, and every time Will's right. I'm not sure why it is, or whether it's just something a nominaliness going That's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're making up words now. I'm trying to extend the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the time I say that word, that's like Glenn a, at AussieTechHeads.com.au. <laughs> anonymous. Now, Isn't I, that a hacker group? <laughs> now, uh, talking about patches and stuff. Did you know Cisco uh, has flung a report into the wild and they've revealed that startling, it is quite startling, that one, only one in 10 computers. So you would call that 10%. You and would, wouldn't you? I mean, most people would call that 10%. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but one in 10, 10 in 100, 100 in 1,000 and so on. I will go on for the next 13 minutes. Now, <laughs> one in 10 computers on the web were running the current ver- were. were we're running the current version, i.e. 11. So it's nine computers that are p- potentially... <laughs> yeah, they're all the government ones, still run IA6 because it's the only thing they can use their websites with. You see, some of the government now has uh, pushed in Firefox as well. Yeah, they've been using Firefox for quite a while, actually. Mm. Because it's backwards compatible, it'll auto... It'll auto um, you can tell it if you go to a certain page to be use a certain version. Well, let's hope so that Spartan got- fixes things. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, well, no, because they're still running. I think last time I walked into Stanlink, they're still running Windows XP. Oh my god! Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I took a friend in there um, a couple of weeks ago, actually, just before Christmas. Um, they had to hand their form and stuff in. Oh, I'm heading that way. Jump in. Took them down there, and I wanted. Oh, I haven't been to Stanlink for years. I wandered in, and I'm like, really? They're still using those bloody um, what are they compact dump terminals? I'm like. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I walked over and watched, went up with him to the counter when he handed his form in. I stuck my head around the corner. Sure enough, Windows XP. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. Well, the, in the lounge, movie he runs, or they run IE8 at his work due to apps that they use. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, so wow. Interesting. And here I am using the 64 version of Chrome that nobody knows about called Canary. Oh, I've got the 64 <laughs> version. How do I you're, find running, you're running Canary, are you? Well, if I go, yeah, because you told me to quite some time ago, so I did. Yeah. Yep. Is that, yeah, I just got version whatever. Yeah, Ooh. that's the 64-bit version. If you use um, normal Chrome, it, it's only 32-bit. 
Right. You have to install Canary to be 64-bit, and it does make a huge difference. Like, it's so much... I mean, Chrome's pretty quick, but Canary is insane with um, a lot of... Anything that's memory-hungry, like, you can load up multiple videos, like YouTube videos or Java sites and stuff, and, yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well... Uh, and it doesn't seem to have the memory leaks either. They seem to have patched a lot of those. So you're up to date, are you? Yep. Huh. I'm, I'll On got, that, anyway. Right, how's it... <laughs> How's my version of Chrome? Version 39.0.2171.99M. I'm on 42.0.2283.2. Well, why aren't I on that? (laughs) I don't know. Why aren't you on that? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to have to update. You got ripped off. I'm going to update after the show right now. All right. Cool. You got to update during the show. That won't go wrong. No. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you I'll tell you something for nothing. You, you know, uh do you have a Chromecast? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to uh watch because I got the iPhone, that things a little bit, you know, a bit harder. And uh, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to watch some like a podcast. I wanted to watch that Windows ten thing on the Twit Network this morning. And because uh, the T V I got out here in the uh in the man cave, it's uh Got the Chromecast, the other TV's got the Apple TV, so I wouldn't want to put it out here. So anyway, oh, you know, I thought, how am I going to watch this? Because I got the Twit app, no, it'll AirPlay, but it won't Chromecast. I'm thinking, how am I going to, <laughs> how am I going to watch this? I tried you putting it through the Chrome browser on the PC. That did work. That wasn't too bad, actually. That that wasn't too bad at all. But then, uh, but I, I discovered another little, the, the way I went with it, the way forward, I moved is, was, I discovered a, a, a nice little uh, addition that I didn't know was in Plesk. And it was, okay. you can add, there's a Twitch channel. You just add the Twitch channel into Plesk and then you yep. just stream it straight to Chromecast. So I'm going to look for some more channels in Plesk. That's the way to go. Yeah, love it. That's it. Yeah, that's the easiest it. way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chromecast is great, especially when you're traveling and things like that. You don't have to carry a million DVDs with you to use in hotel DVD players and stuff. You just throw the Chromecast in and you can keep your laptop you know, still use it in bed or on the desk or whatever you want to do. Yeah. You're not limited to a HDMI cable to plug it into the, and half the hotels still don't have HDMI anyway. And you just throw the throw the Chromecast. I mean, I have HDMI, but you can't have access to you know the TVs up on the wall, and there's nothing around it to put your laptop on. So you throw the Chromecast on there, and yeah, off you go. But you have to have you have to be able to, it has to have a HDMI HDMI to use it. But I mean, you can't always run like there's nowhere to put your laptop under the under the TV or right. you know things like that. Whereas yeah, the Chromecast, okay. you just chuck it on there, and, and away you go. Yeah, I know. I got all excited. I went away for the first time in twenty years. I got all <laughs> I got all excited, and I thought, oh, you know, take I didn't take the Chromecast. Oh, did I? I did something. I thought. No, I just I took something anyway. I took something. I must have took the Apple TV or something. Oh yes, yeah, sweet. You know, just plug this in and have blah 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 blah. And got there and oh, what a dump! It had this old four three TV. <laughs> <laughs> they do so many of them still. Oh, do. I know. You can't watch four three TV anymore, like because it's it's all sixteen nine. The, the picture's sixteen nine. I don't see it all just out of yeah. This I know it's it's no a little bit. It's amazing how many. I mean, some of the places we stayed at that weren't the cheaper places. You, you expect it from a cheap place, but some of the dearer places we stayed at still had CRTs. Yeah, it's out of control. <laughs> well, I suppose at the end of the day, what are you doing watching TV? You should be out and about. It well, it's at two o'clock in the morning. You know. Oh, I'm smashed. I'm asleep. I'm gone. <laughs> I've had, I've had me dinner. I'm gone. I'm in bed. Two in the morning. Woo. All right. Uh, Will, any any more? 
there was something that you um, said before, but I can't think what it was. Um, that, that led me to a, something I was going to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, basically the the NBN's at it again. The NBN's at it again. Hey, that rhymes. Cool. Are they um, at it? I didn't think they'd even started. <laughs> Basically, yeah, there's now that we're coming into in Queensland anyway, we've got an election happening. Um, so the whole NBN debacles being, you know, <laughs> being mentioned again. Yeah. And um, wow, that's an interesting. <laughs> I was just sorry, I was just pre-reading this, and I got to the halfway down, and it said. Um, uh, the Abbott government put the final nail in the coffin of Labor's national broadband network, trickle-feeding details of its long-awaited Telstra negotiations in the pre-Christmas news void and revealing just how willing our government is to use bald-faced bastardry to achieve its chaotic broadband <laughs> vision. Bald-faced? <laughs> oh, great. I'm surprised they didn't use shirt-fronted bastardry. <laughs> yes. Oh, look, everyone so, needs a but, shirt Yeah, basically, um, it... Wow, they're using big words. The biggest show of bastardry comes on their edict. By amendment to the existing legislation, rather than fighting for the passage of new legislation, since it would appear the mandate claiming Abbott government is chronically unable to pass any meaningful legislation of its own, the potential NBN threat uh, TPG have been given the impossible task of separating its retail and wholesale operations by January 1st. Well, that was something else. They had to... Yeah, they had to split. They weren't. They suddenly had to have two different, um, you know, retail and wholesale operation. Which, yeah, no one knows why because it well, doesn't really matter given that they're all going to be using the same. You know, well, I think TPG will lay in their own fibre. They and they, they were delivering their yeah their uh, they were delivering fibre to the basement or FTDB, um, but they've pulled that now. Because of the the multi technology mix that the government's decided that it wants to use, um, Look, so they had a and yeah. End of the day, it hey. doesn't matter if it, if it uses five hundred different types of technology, as long as mm. you see the result at the at the end of the line. And at the well, end what of the they day. were doing was they were using the there was a one k loophole. So if you're in one within one k of being able to receive the service and you couldn't get it. The loophole was that any provider could come in and connect you to the NBN provided they paid for the infrastructure to get it to you. So basically, say, for example, Optus and Telstra already have their cables you know, laid for the cable internet and, and TV and things like that. Well, if you were 1K away or more than 1K away from that, um, that line and Telstra had no plans to go there, then somebody like TPG could step in and go, well, hey, we'll run this cable for the next 10Ks, and everybody on this will belong to us. Mm. But they've pulled that now because they've closed that loophole saying, well, no, you can't do it. You've still got to get pre-approval from basically NBN Co, who effectively is, at this point, Malcolm Turnbull and his minions, um, to, uh, to be able to do that. So it's... It's actually getting worse and worse. And the, the, the worst part about it is they've spent $11 billion of, I say my money, but our money, mm. the public's money, and they've done nothing. Yeah, they've managed nothing. to build three legacy networks that they're not even using. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> It it is it is a bit getting a bit, <laughs> it's getting a bit ridiculous. Like, yeah, like I don't care as long as we get it. I don't care. Like, well, I'm happy with my down speed. I just want more up speed. That's right. Like, and well, no, but see, that comes down to um, that comes down to the actual provider, Telstra and Optus, for example. Their cable network can deliver 
100 meg up and down. It can. It's been proven time and time. And an actual factory can deliver more than that. In so, some countries, they're actually getting out of a cable network, they're getting gigs up and down. Hmm. So the only excuse that we have, you, you and me, because we're both on cable, the providers are actually limiting our upload to that to try and combat piracy. They're afraid that if we have more than two megs up, we're going to either sell our internet to other people and be like a mini ISP or we're going to start uploading everything to torrent sites and becoming a, a, a torrenting host. But at the end of the day, <laughs> geez, at the end, there's a lot, there's a lot going to happen at the end of the day, isn't there? At the end of the day, really, who cares if you're going to if you're going to use your network as a start your own little ISP? If you still, if you're paying for the bandwidth, and you need more bandwidth, you pay more money. Well, so in the old days the... of dial-up, that's basically how it used to work. You'd pretty much go to the exchange. You would say, "Hey, I want to buy a backbone in the exchange. How much is it going to cost me?" Okay, it's going to cost me a grand. Fine. Now, the band, the throughput of this at the time, like when we were talking dial-up, I think, um, was the ISDN was still was the oh, fastest oh, yeah. connection at the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you'd buy an ISDN line, which is, I think it was 4 meg up and 4 meg down. So, you'd go, okay, well, the fastest speed we could possibly have is 56, but more realistically, it's going to be maybe 38 because people are more than a couple of Ks from where my server's going to be. So, I can have roughly... Uh, what's that? Thirty-three, six, nine, twelve. I can roughly have one hundred and twenty connections coming off that one, um, that one mm. ISDN line. So as long as um, I stay within that and I don't oversupply it, then they didn't care. Like you could, you could make your own ISP like that. Yeah, it's just, um, all, it's just all, just too much greed, isn't it? I want, I want, I want, and you're not getting what I've got, and we, you know, we don't want you to be like us. Let, let's just everyone make some money. We've got in the lounge. We've got uh, Moobylicious. He's in Sydney, and he's his internet is two fifty six down, sixty four up. Yeah, was, oh, like, was that Meg or Bytes? That's what was oh, that'd be uh, <laughs> K, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be K. Yeah, yeah megabits. Oh, mega. Okay. So we have the um, kilobits, um, the world's worst. Just a little interesting tidbit. I actually saw this today. I forgot about it, and I think um, uh, Osmod for uh, no, Mister Mobilicious for pointing this out as well. Um, I think it was. Yeah, I saw this earlier today and completely forgot about it. But they've just released the uh, most commonly used passwords of 2014. Yeah, most commonly used usernames and passwords. Um, one, so, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, well, basically, okay. So the most commonly used password is one, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh, I wouldn't have got which in. Is unchanged <laughs> from last year. That was still number one. Yeah, right. The second most commonly used password is password, which is unchanged from two thousand eleven. <laughs> Right. Number three is one two three four five, which is actually up seventeen places from twentieth last year. Right, nice. One two three four five six seven eight is fourth. Qwerty is fifth. One two three four five six seven eight nine is sixth. <laughs> this is Ooh. how lazy we're getting. One two three four is now in seventh position, up from twentieth. Well, nineteenth. But how are these? <laughs> how are these? 
stats taken though. You know, like because all the sites you go, all the sites you go to now, all the all the decent ones, you know, Apple and Google's and Microsoft. That's all you got to need brackets and all this sort of stuff. And you know, but so but that's only on the incredibly secure sites. Most of them you don't. Yeah, most of them don't even have a limit on it. Um, so quickly we'll go through. Baseball's eighth, uh, ninth is dragon, tenth is football, eleventh is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Twelfth uh, is monkey, thirteenth is let me in, fourteenth is ABC one, two, three, fifteenth is one, 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 sixteenth is Mustang, seventeenth is access, eighteenth is shadow, nineteenth master, twentieth is Michael for some reason, twenty first is Superman, twenty second six nine six nine six nine. Uh, 23rd is 123123. Well, yes. 24 is Batman. Batman. And 25th is trust no number one. So trust no one. No one. Wow. So basically, Splash Data's analysis was based on 3.3 million passwords that had been leaked from various websites over the last 12 months. The top 25 passwords in 2014 represent about 2% of the passwords exposed. Um, but... And they're saying that that's the lowest percentage of people using common passwords they've ever seen. So even though there's some really incredible, stupid passwords there, it's actually the lowest it's been in a long time. Mm. Um, they're saying that passwords based on simple patterns on your keyboard remain popular, but they're still weak. Any password using numbers alone should be avoided, especially sequences. Um, and more and more websites are requiring more and more secure passwords. Avoid using sequences such as QWERTY, which is uh, or QWERTY IOP, which is the top row of letters, or one QAZ two WSR, which comprises you know the columns on the keyboard. Um, if you don't use a password manager, please consider doing so. Don't reuse the same password across multiple sites. Consider using two-factor authentication. Do not use Google's two-factor. Oh man, <laughs> talk about headache. I, I, I'm going to actually disable. I've enabled Google's two-factor authentication. Now, every time because at work, I have to use incognito because we've got all the work stuff logged in on the main browsers. Every time I check my email or I want to go to uh, you know, Google what Plus it, yeah. or whatever, I have to put in my username, put in my password, wait for them to send me a text message. When yeah. they send me a text message, I have to enter that into the thing. Oh, oh no, sorry, that much. password's timed out because you took too long. Well, that's because I was busy. Okay, fine, send me another. Oh, no. It's too much. So that's going away. Yeah. Oh, that's too much, Will. <laughs> yeah, just get the last pass. That's the, that, that's the, the best thing. But anyway. Uh, other, other nuggets found from analyzing millions of passwords include advice to steer clear of baby names such as Michael, Jennifer, Thomas, Jordan, Hunter, Mitchell, Charlie, Andrew, and Daniel are all in the top 50. 50. The top 100 passwords include curse words and phrases, sports, favorite teams, car brands, film names, hobbies, athletes. Uh, and additionally, don't use your birthday or your birth year or date as your password. So, yeah. Um, A lot of people do. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when I started at work, our passwords were ABC123. <laughs> yeah, that's good. For that's everything. That was website, that was email, that was eBay, that was PayPal, that was everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we're, well, we're going to have to bail, Will. I think we've, we've gone off air. Uh, did you break it again? I don't know. I'm going to try and start it again. Okay, Hang on, just, just, for, just for the end. We'll just try and start for the end. Uh, but anyway, look, that is the end of the show anyway. But uh, I, think you, I think you stream might have carked it. 
I think I'm going to have to let the chat room know. I think Ustream carked it. Anyway, so those guys, sorry about that. Oh, here we go. I think Ustream's kicked us out. Why have they kicked <laughs> me out? Because you were logged in three times. Well, so I just finally realised after an hour. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Are we? Uh... Actually, the chat room's gone down for me too. Yeah, Ustream off air. Sorry, guys. Died. All right. So anyway, I'm uh, going to end up end the show off now with uh, look. I've just got a Skype. I've just got someone wanting to contact me. A bliss devil. Nice looking girl. <laughs> so uh, do you reckon I should talk to her? <laughs> Probably off air. <laughs> do you know what I do to these ones? Yeah, I just the on air conversation. <laughs> I don't. <think. laughs> I just I just go right click straight away. Block report abuse. Block. Yeah, that's what bye I do bye. too. Yeah, you should see my list. It's um, it's huge. Actually, it's been a long time since I've got a spam contact. It's it's changed. Like, I used to get them all the time, but it's been quite a while. Yeah, I he says there's one pops up. Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah, bay kitties. <laughs> oh, you didn't get bliss devil. You got someone else. I got bay kitties. Oh. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Well, that's that. That's the that's what we're doing with the rest of the night, Will. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's like a plan to me. <laughs> all right. So thanks, Will. Thanks for turning up. Thanks for no coming worries, in. Uh, we'll see you next week. You know, week. I'm going to have to do this. So I'm going to cut you off because you need to go and check out obsidianloft.com and check out our podcast there. You also need to go and check out our Old Fart Geeks podcast if you're interested in old tech and two guys crapping on. Um, you can check us out on iTunes or you can go to YouTube slash Old Fart Geeks. Good work. All right. And you can ring us. Okay, <laughs> probably if you, if you know the phone number. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll tell you, Wills, it's 07789. Two five three two. You can and only one of those numbers is wrong. You you, you can uh, email us, Glenn, Will, or whoever you like at AussieTechEds.com.au. Don't forget the Aussie Max Zone every Tuesday night or every Tuesday comes out weekly as well. Don't forget their website, AussieMaxZone.com.au. Don't forget the Aussie Tech Radio, AussieTechRadio.com. Yes. yes, baby, and it's got a few uh, other podcasts, Aussie podcasts. Uh, uh, what is a tech webcast? Uh, Android show whatever they're called and um i don't know there's a heap of others two boys talking tech uh the geek sphere and something there's heaps of them oh, there's too many i can't remember them. But that's all on the aussie tech radio which is uh shoutcast radio which means it's just an internet style 24 7 i just put them back to back and they just roll around 24 7 seven days yep. a week new shows aussie, aussie tech heads Oswald podcast geek sphere ibt the dan boys of tech tech webcast um, Aussie Max Zone, Your Tech Life, uh, Linking Edge, Two Blokes Tech, Cool Blind Tech, um, Dusty Cartridge, and ones you haven't mentioned, like Obsidian Loft and um, Old Fart Geeks, which seem to not get a mention anywhere in there, by the way. I know. Just look, so, I, so I'd let you know. Yes, I have. I have got a note in my book to put the uh, put the logos up there. I have got a note, but you know how long it takes me to do stuff. You know how long how long is it since I needed to change the podcast logo? Jeez, oh, once dear. every two years. All right. So um, uh, I think I've mentioned everything. Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Ed, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Ed. So we'll see you next week. Big show next week. Uh, hopefully there's more news coming out. Lots of exciting news. Maybe more about the, the Hulu land or whatever they call it. Well, the Hulu lens or something. The, the Holo lens. That's the one. <laughs> Holo just, lens. Think of Holodeck. just think of Holodeck and you'll be right. I'll be right. All right. So until next week, thanks, Will. We'll see you all next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.